So as much as I want to talk about you scaling your business, I know that's why everyone is here. There isn't any point in me diving straight into strategy and being like, you know, let's look at your prices, let's look at your product suite, unless we do this work first. You can have the best strategy in the world. You can have the best plan and know exactly what you want to do. But if you haven't done the emotional, uncomfortable stuff that we don't particularly enjoy doing, this stuff won't work because you'll launch something. There will be no immediate interest. Hi, Laura. Um, and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I give up. Or you won't enforce a boundary because you're worried about what your clients are going to say or think of you. Or you will feel really emotional and, and just really kind of all over the place because you're overwhelmed and you're stressed. And so, yes, the strategy is important. And we're going to come on to the more kind of logistical stuff of how you can grow and scale your business as a service provider. But we do need to do this work first. So I always combine strategy with mindset, no matter what I do. Um, and I kind of imagine it like if you had the strategy that was really strong, but you hadn't done this mindset work, it's kind of like building a house on top of a bowl of jelly, right? Like it's there. It kind of works, but it's very wobbly and not very stable. Okay. If you've ever had a day that feels like an emotional roller coaster in your business, you'll know exactly what it feels like to have one of those bowl of jelly type businesses, right? Because you'll get up in the morning and you're like, this is going to be a good day. I'm full of energy, really excited. Best day ever. Then you open your inbox and you've got messages from your clients and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. And I've got like an endless to-do list. I'm super stressed. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, worst day ever. Then you get on a client call and they tell you how great you are, how great your work is. And you're like, oh, I love this job. And then something happens and a client tells you they're handing in their notice or something. You're like, oh my God, I hate this job. It's like this, right? All day, every day. And that is exhausting. It's really, really exhausting. And ultimately it's not sustainable because you will have a great strategy but you'll have wobbly foundations and that's no good so i really want to go through some of the foundational stuff first and then we can build on that with the strategy so i want your business to be scalable but i also want it to be sustainable for you because i don't want you to have a business that works but feels really crappy and feels exhausting and feels really like emotionally draining i don't want that for you because it doesn't have to be that way so you need to turn those jelly foundations into something really solid. And this is where I know people talk about there being like a secret in business. And I don't really believe in there being some sort of secret that you can buy into. But if there is a secret, I really believe that it's this. And it's that successful people have a growth mindset. Now, when I say successful people, I don't just mean successful business owners. I mean, athletes, I mean, actors, I mean, singers, performers, like all sorts of different successful people, they tend to have one thing in common. Um, and if you watch the program, I can't remember what it's called on Netflix about tennis players that came out recently, this is a great example of that. Or if you watch the uh, cheer on Netflix, or the documentary on JLo, like all of these things, the thing that they have in common is that these people have a growth mindset. So if that is what all those successful people have, maybe it's something that we need to look at and look at how we can develop. So a growth mindset looks like challenges are opportunities for growth. So they don't look at a challenge in business and think, oh my gosh, how am I gonna do that? They look at a challenge and think, oh great, I get to grow again, I get to learn something new. They, when they look at learning, they are looking at how can they learn something as they go and achieve through the learning process rather than getting the end result. So let's say they wanted to do a big launch they enjoy the process of launching with all of the ups and downs rather than just the outcome, right? 
Um, so their goals are focused on learning instead of performance. And they're all about mastery, not competence. So if they did something that didn't get them the best results in the world, they don't come out of that thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm rubbish, maybe I shouldn't do this, because they don't believe that the score measures their potential, right? It measures where you are right now, but not where you can be. So they are constantly looking at how can I master this? How can I get better rather than how good am I right now? So those people with a growth mindset are obviously going to do certain things. They're going to put themselves forward for opportunities because they're not scared of that. They don't mind failing. They don't mind trying new things. They are going to see failure as a good thing because it's like, oh, what can I learn from this? And so you can see how in business, that's going to have a really big knock on impact on not just growing your business, but how that feels emotionally as well. Because a lot of the things that we would call hard, so the things that don't go to plan or the things that are you know, out of our control or the things that we see we've done badly, they see those things as good things. So they're going to put themselves forward. They're not going to have as many setbacks and it's going to be really good for them in business. Now, if you flip that and you look at the alternative, which is a fixed mindset, they really believe, and this might be you, you might see yourself in some of this. They believe there is such thing as not being good enough, right? It might be that I failed at this thing and therefore I suck and I shouldn't do this anymore. Like I'm no good at this. And they will take one situation and make it mean something about them as a person or them as a business owner. It's the imperfections are embarrassing. So rather than thinking, oh, I, I kind of did something wrong here or I did something that wasn't perfect. And therefore, this is an opportunity to learn. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. How do I hide that? And so there will be some hiding of things that don't go well or maybe some lying about how successful they are. Um, they quite easily lose faith in their abilities. So they might try and learn something new. Let's say you want to learn a new system and it's really hard and they're like, oh, I give up, right? It's not how can I get better at this and how can I enjoy the process? It's I give up. This is too hard. I'm not doing it. It's looking at success as the outcome of a goal, right? So your goal might be I want to sign five new clients and you see success as well, I've got five new clients now rather than actually looking at the process of signing those clients and what that means kind of bigger picture. And then success and failure actually both cause anxiety in someone with a fixed mindset because failure they don't like and they think it means something about them. And it's it's that big like, oh my gosh, I give up feeling. But success actually causes them anxiety as well because then it's like, oh my God, I've done something well. Now I'm even more scared of failing next time. And so there actually isn't really a good outcome when you have a fixed mindset in business. So let's say you put a post out on Instagram and it got zero likes. Someone with a fixed mindset would see that as I didn't get external validation. I must be crap at this. What is the point? And that's when a lot of people give up. They might say no one is engaging with my stories. So this is a waste of time. I'm not going to do it anymore. And they stop doing it. It might be I got one piece of client feedback that wasn't very positive. And so all my clients probably hate me. There's no point in doing this. I don't want to sign any more clients because I don't want to get hurt again. And you can see how all of these thoughts, although they are quite normal to experience on a day to day basis, and I'm sure we've all been there, they are really obviously going to get in the way of you growing your business because it's stopping you from doing certain things. It might be people say, I don't care about money. Now, some people don't care about money. But some people, they say that because it's a fear of failure. It's, well, if I say that I do care about money and I want to earn X amount and then it doesn't happen for me, what does that mean about me? What are people going to think of me? I don't want to publicly do that. So instead, it's safer to say, I don't care. It might be 
this is really hard, this isn't working, I'm going to try a different strategy. And that might look like trying a different strategy really regularly. So never sticking to something long term, but instead looking at other things and being like, oh, maybe that's the thing and switching strategy and then being like, oh, this isn't working. Maybe that other thing is the idea that I should have. And you're constantly jumping around. And so it's really obvious that this kind of fixed mindset versus the growth mindset is going to have a massive impact on not just your business, but your life as well. And so I think this is really, really important work. And not only is it super clear that having a growth mindset is going to be more beneficial to you when it comes to growing your business and also being happier day to day as a business owner. But it's also really clear that with a fixed mindset, there is no winning. Because regardless of whether you fail or whether the thing that you do is a huge success, you're not going to feel great about it. So having that fixed mindset just isn't scalable. It's not sustainable for you long term. So if you have those goals, which I think a lot of you in here do, of growing your business, growing as a service provider, potentially scaling into, you know, six figures and beyond, this work is necessary. Because if you do all of the other work without this bit, this will be the bit that gets you stuck. This will be the bit that stops you from moving. So if you stay in that fixed mindset, you will never feel happy within your business. And now I do want to say that fixed mindsets and uh, growth mindsets, they're, they're a lot deeper, right? So it's not just a case of, oh, you've got a fixed mindset, I've got a growth mindset, be more like me. That's not it. Because every one of us is going to have fixed mindset elements and growth mindset. So you might be someone who, with your parenting, for example, you might have a really good growth mindset. But in business, you're a very fixed mindset kind of person. Or it might even be that in business, when it comes to social media or marketing, you have a real growth mindset. But when it comes to launching something, you have a fixed mindset. So you're likely to have a mixture of both growth and fixed in different areas. So it's not a case of like ever getting it perfect, because also this is going to change day to day, depending on what you've got going on. You might find that, for example, different times in your cycle, you might have weeks where you're like, I'm such a growth mindset person. And then a different time in your cycle, you might find that you're really fixed mindset because you have different things going on with your hormones and things like that. So it's very, it's not as black and white as we would like it to be. But ultimately, that's a good thing, because it means that wherever you're at right now on the spectrum of growth and fixed, like, that's okay. Like, we all we're all there at some point. The key is to recognize yourself, recognize where you have those fixed mindset attitudes and start to firstly acknowledge them because you can't change them without acknowledging them. And then step by step trying to change them. Okay, so it's not that we're aiming for 100 percent growth mindset in every area of life because it's never going to be that way. It's always going to require some work. It's just about how can we be a little bit more, a little bit closer to the growth mindset in business over these next few weeks and see how that works for us. Because also when you make some changes and you see the positive impacts of that, it's so much easier to sustain, right? So we just want to try and get a little bit closer. We're just trying to get 1% closer to a growth mindset. We're not trying to perfect it. And also don't forget, you've got to be really patient with yourself because your brain is involved here right? You might have had these fixed mindset thoughts since you were a child. You might be surrounded by people who have a fixed mindset. So it's not a case of like, oh, I'm just going to snap out of it like that. Your brain is so used to thinking in that way and behaving in that way that it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's a process. And all we want to do today is start that process. So we want to do. So what I would really like you to do between today and tomorrow, because I don't just want to talk at you every day this week, I want to give you work that you're going to go away and do so that you actually move a little bit closer to where you want to be. And what I want you to do is 
identify three fixed mindset thoughts or behaviors that are coming up for you in business right now. So this might be something like, there's no point in me creating content because no one reads it anyway. If that's a thought that is a recurring thought that comes up for you, that could be one of your top three. So ideally you wanna identify three things. And then underneath that, I want you to write what it would look like to come at that from a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. So for example, that might be, I enjoy sharing my thoughts, no matter who sees it. If I get feedback, that's really useful. So even if no one engages with this post that I've put out, firstly, I've enjoyed putting it out for myself. But secondly, that lack of engagement is data in itself. And that's really helpful because I can use that to put together a breath of strategy next time for my content. Okay, so you've got your fixed mindset thought that keeps coming up and then what the growth mindset alternative would be. And then write how that would change things for you. So using the content example, it might be, I enjoy creating content because I've taken out the stress of it. I'm doing it for myself. And also I know that regardless of whether I get that external validation or not, that in itself is data that helps me moving forward. And so putting content out is much more enjoyable and stress-free. Okay. And I want you to do that for your three top fixed mindset thoughts that are coming up for you in business. If you can work on this part and start to approach your business with more of a growth mindset, you will gradually start to come off that emotional roller coaster that we talked about earlier. And instead of being on the roller coaster, you will be the one in control of the roller coaster. So your business might still be going through the loop-de-loops and hanging over the edge waiting for that drop, but you don't have to be because you are not your business. You are the CEO of your business. So it's about stepping off the roller coaster, st- sitting in the controller's seat, and you can observe your business. You can observe the ups and downs of your business day to day because it's going to happen. But you're, you're looking at it rather than being in it and experiencing it. And then tomorrow, what we're going to talk about is, okay, you're in control of your business. You're in the driving seat. Now, what do you need to do to get your business to that place where you can scale it? 